just like the illest posse cup right here, man. Sean Watts on the track. Zeus, Don One, Reborn, Quill, The Gift, and yours truly, Fred Nuts. I'm one in a million with a million dollar flow Fred DiBiase got the power in the dough If it's a problem, let me know where I suggest you let it go Cause it ain't worth the problems that'll be knocking at your door Homie, please don't make me hurt you Disrespect the boss, ain't get treated like Virgil Cause when I write raps, it's beyond your price tag He's a waste of me And welcome back everybody to Around the Blocks with Mike Knox And today... We got something special, y'all. Like, y'all know, like, my favorite words are, like, little words that can become big words for those who can't spell those little big words I'm about to use. This is a plethora of a program today, y'all. And I am honored beyond y'all people's fucking beliefs. I'm sorry, mama. It's just that fucking serious to me today because he don't know this. He gonna hear it right now. I've been trying to get this brother on the program for some years now. All right? And so we finally got him. Today, I am honored. I am privileged. I am amazed. We're going to go uncut. Do me a favor, y'all. Listen, 11 years, the best damn show in Radio Radio Networks where Barbershop Talk meets radio. We have brought you everybody. So you already know what we're going to do. Stand on your feet. Four, in my mind, should be in your fucking mind. Future of professional wrestling. J.T. G, just that, God. That's for the D, y'all. What's going on, JTC? Mike Knox, you are not rocking with the God. What's really good? What an introduction. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Listen, uh, I, I've been waiting, yo. I ain't gonna lie, man. I've been inboxing your ass for about four years. Okay, about okay. I got a lot of, I got a lot of uh, DMs, so I gotta, I gotta go through them all. But I got to it. We here now. See, I feel like I'm special, right? Because. You are God is special. <laughs> listen, without further ado, listen, man, how you been doing? How you doing? Life is great. No complaints, man. How you doing? I'm all right. Now, I'm we good. just had you on, for those who don't know, on the Vincent Lesposa Show, 105.5 FM, Orlando Zone, Florida Man Radio. But now we got you uncut right here with okay. Around the Box of Mike right? Knox. Huh? We could cuss now, right? Oh, you can say whatever the fuck you uh, want to say. Say, fuck want. say that shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like I said, I'm gonna have you on. So I know you're in Atlanta right now, enjoying the, the enjoying the, the the free weather. You got you got a wrestling events coming up fresh, this weekend. In the fresh air, I'm just enjoying the fresh air. In LA, you gotta wear masks everywhere you go. You got social distance. LA, Atlanta's a little, you know, a little lenient. So I'm chilling here for a little bit. And plus, I just did a, um, a boot camp. My cousin out here owns a gym. So anybody listening from Atlanta. You want to check out Gear Act? Check out Gear Act Instagram. Go to Gear Act, and they got amazing boot camps. Today I uh, did a boot camp class on um, arms because you know that's like my specialty. Uh, so yeah, I was up there showing them little tips and tricks. Now I do see you promote a lot. No steroids, no growth hormones. What's this? This T-Moss should be using, right? T-Moss, yeah, cream, man, okay. cream. You know, I get a lot of um, yo, like I get a lot of nudges in the gym, like, hey man, I ain't gonna nobody, but uh, what you take, man? You, you know, Debo, you taking? You know, I'm like, nah, I'm clean, man. Like, man, stop playing, man. What you taking? I'm like, I, I, I have my little breakfast smoothie I'm making. They ain't trying to hear that. They want a quick fix, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah, I put the work in. It's it's definitely about working. Everybody knows my fat ass need getting there with y'all in that gym. <laughs> get some T-Boss first. T -boss huh? I'm going to send you some T-Boss. Listen, y'all heard that. He going to send me some T-Boss, and I got to get my fat ass in the gym. Because, listen, my wife's passing me by, JT. I'm telling oh, you, she gets up, she walks, 
She works out. She got the little bead things around her body. Just keep dropping. Okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? I'm like, dropping. Okay. Yeah. Oh, as long as I can keep picking her up and doing them, you know, you, you saw a baby boy, right? The Negro squats. Then yeah. I'm good. Right. <laughs> so I got to get my knees right. So uh, I definitely got to be up on that. But um, all serious aside, man, this is good. Like, so we're, um, COVID's still going on. So you're without a mask in Atlanta. All right. <laughs> Stay away from them strip clubs, all right? Because we already know what happened. Everybody just wanted to be about the strip clubs. I'm far away from them. All away. right, I'm just saying because you know Corona is 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 relevant in there. You know what I mean? Don't be you know they still got. I bet you can't even enjoy a strip club today in Atlanta with the buffet because of COVID. You can't even have a good buffet right now in Atlanta. What? No, I, mean, just me, I, I wouldn't know. I don't do strip clubs. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But I know that they always talk about the food is so good there. So just make sure you stay clean, gets you healthy. So you got some um, – I know you got a thing coming up on April 19th um, in Tampa. April 9th? Yeah, oh, April, yeah, April 9th. A- April 9th, I'm sorry. I got, a few, I got a few events going on April 9th. I'm trying to remember them all. I got like four or five events. All that week. Tonight I'm doing um, – I'm representing for the culture. The name of the show is For the Culture. I like that. And, I like um, that. Um, yeah. What's the um, – AJ, AJ, AJ Gray, we're working AJ Gray, we're doing that for the culture. And then the next night, I'm, uh, the next day, I'm doing the uh, Gray Sweatpants Battle Royal for uh, Faye Jackson. Okay. What's it called? Uh, Hot Girl shit, something like that. Uh, you, you out Faye here working right now. You are, <laughs> you, are, you are seriously working right now. So I hope all this, all right, because I know they're listening. All right. Vince, wake the <laughs> fuck up. Okay, and get this man back on TV I or Cody. I don't think I don't think Vince is the problem. Vince loved loved me. He loved crime time. I don't think Vince, but Vince is the issue. What's the issue then? What's the issue? I, I ain't saying nothing. I, okay, I'm just saying okay. Vince right. loved me. You I ain't you, you ain't you ain't fucking nobody's girlfriend or sister, did you? Huh? You ain't had sex with nobody's girlfriend or sister, did you? Absolutely not. All right, then, because that's something that keep, that's <laughs> would keep you back if you did something like that, right? I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. So, but I'm I'm being honest with you, and I'm gonna stop blowing smoke up your ass, as, as Biggie would say. All right, <laughs> but but um, I loved your work in the business. Um, I think you guys were um at that time was needed, but also mm-hmm. we've we've gone past that at this yeah. time, and I think that um. People like the Hurt Business, you know, MVP and those guys are, are doing things differently. The New Day are doing things differently. And I saw a tweet you had this week that said, hmm, they're missing something from the Hurt Business, right? So um, if you had a chance right now, you had four or five contracts in front of you, New Japan, uh, uh, Impact Wrestling, AEW, WB, and you could have the creative control or the money. Ooh. Which one Which one are you taking, the money or the creative control? Creative control. Okay. I, I need to have fun. I need to be passionate about what I'm doing. It's not. A, it's not always about the money. I mean, the money is good. It's a good, you know, uh, <laughs> icing on the cake. Right. But, but when I first started doing um, Crime Time in 2006, and we had we had a lot of create uh, creative control because they didn't know how to write for black people. You know, we okay. were, <laughs> of course not. You know, it's like you know, watching Hollywood Shuffle. Up, we came up with our own segments, and they ran with it. Um, and it was so much. I was like, I was going to work, but it wasn't work. And they was paying me for this. I was doing it for free. Don't tell nobody that. But yeah, I was having fun and getting paid for it and traveling the world. Yeah. So I definitely, um, through experience, it would definitely, I'll take the um, creative control over the money. See, and I always have like this debate with wrestling fans, right? Because I personally think wrestling fans are retarded. Excuse me, mama. <laughs> but I do, right? Because they, they want everything, but don't respect anything at the same exact time. So <laughs> they, 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 they don't. So I, I, when I look, I always tell people like, well, everybody's goal should be money, 
right? Mm-hmm. When, I speak, when I speak to you guys, and then once you've had that, you've made enough money, then creative control takes over. So I think it's a good thing you said you want that control because money is good, but we all know money isn't everything. So yeah. having that control, um, what you're doing now in the indies, you look like you, ha- if, I'm, if I'm correct here, if I'm incorrect, correct me, you have full control over you, 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 oh, yeah. Everything I'm right now. is all coming from the, the creative mind of uh, Jason Paul, who created uh, Jay the God. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. having that control now, can we say this is the most fun you've had in your career? Oh, I'll definitely. Well, no, I had, I had well, a lot in of a fun. So, in, a solo, in a solo while. And I'm, we get oh, back yeah, 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 in later. Absolutely. Definitely. I'm having a lot of fun uh, right now, especially um, doing my own thing right now at this moment. Okay. So, um, getting that chance, being a world champion, um, the Indies right now is hot. I always tell people, listen, I don't care if you're a WWE fan, which I can be a mark of sometimes. I'm, I'm labeled as yeah. that WWE guy. Um, hey, I don't care. I, I like professional wrestling. I don't care what product it is. Give me storyline and you will have a good wrestling show. I believe mm-hmm. hashtag wrestling is storyline. With, with that being said, A, would you agree wrestling is storyline or you think that athletes themselves and what they do in the square circle can carry them along by themselves without having that character? Oh, no, I definitely believe. um, And that's why we all got into wrestling. If you go back to the golden era of uh, professional WWE, it was the characters, it was the storyline. Watching Macho Man get bit by a snake (laughs) and and Jake the Snake uh, working like... uh, acting you know they were friends they were cool behind the scenes but in but in front of the camera they were like mortal enemies and that's what i'm doing right now uh on independent i'm focusing more on storytelling mm-hmm. you know, but I'm, I'm gonna have to come up with that aka next you know jtg aka the author because you have to tell a story in the ring i i agree well you, you, you are an author you, you, you got already got one book you already got huh? one book you already got one book I actually got three, right. but two, two, three. Good Lord, Jesus, now he's being humble. <laughs> Go ahead and give yourself a Barry Horowitz then. Pat on the back for that. So you so you know how to write a pretty much you know how to write for yourself and how to get over, correct? Yes, yes. You gotta be able to tell us if you want to be that's when I teach classes on professional wrestling, you know, all the moves are cool, but those are just chapters. You wanna be able to tell those are just words to your to your to your chapter. You wanna be able to tell a story. You wanna be able to grab people's attention, hold it, and then hit them with that ending like they go home everybody goes home with the ending so you want to make sure you finish you have a great finish see i listen I, this is why i tell y'all this is the show the pros listen to because i hear them and i just repeat it so if you listen to me it's like he said it but i already told you but you don't believe it but yeah, like even when I, when I put my matches together yeah i don't even get all my moves in like y'all only you guys only see like a little piece of my move set because I put it where it needs to be. I don't just do moves just to do them. It has to make sense. It has to go along with the story. And so when it, when it, if I ever do get called up to the, um, I'm not gonna say if when I get right. called to the big league, there it uh, is, right? Yeah. It's a matter <laughs> of time. You're gonna see me in full full effect. So see, I, I like when you talk about like your move sets because frankly. I, I think, and of course, obviously, different promotions allow you to do different things, you know, without that being said. Um, you get to see the full plethora, that's that big little word, right, that I use, <laughs> that, um, of what you have in the ring and, yeah. and, and show what you actually can pull off. And you're not just a gimmick because, truth be told, during the crime time era, the gimmick is what really got you guys over. Yeah, you know, yeah. would you agree? Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. The, the, the gimmick, the catchphrases. Um, but we did that to, you know, to get our foot through the door. You know, we, uh-huh. you know, you, we all know the wrestling business. We all know uh, uh, what get character, what get talent, what gets talent over is pretty much their characters, 
or some type of controversy. And we did, we was, we, we did both. We had controversy and we had the gimmick, but we got our foot through the door. And then as, as, as the years went by, we tried to, um, little by little, you know, get more into the, uh, to the, like telling a story with tag team, with, with the tag team wrestling. And now I've seen you do interviews you know, it's almost mm-hmm. come up on a year right now. You see, I honestly, I, I have my shirt on. See you rapping, I, 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 I bought it day one. It's literally my favorite shirt. When I put it on, I feel like a hero. Today, my daughter's having her opening day, her first opening day. I'm leaving there right after this with you to go there. So I always put this on oh, because, to, yeah, okay. thank you. Because to me, and not just shooting against shooting smoke, he was a hero. Um, from the events that he had, I was at Ohio when he, he had the, the mugging that was going on. And then yeah. obviously, we know, and we're talking about the late, great Shad Gaspar who saved his life or, or, or saved his son's life for, for in honor, you know, sacrifice his, his own self for his, for his son. Um, uh, coming up on a year now, um, how are you, how are you doing? How are you doing with everything that's going on right now? Because I know, you know, I've lost people in my life this close, so it can be hard. How are you, how are you dealing? I'm doing a lot better. A lot better. I came a long way. The first couple of um, months was very hard. Like I said, like I talked to you earlier on Fox, um, I had to isolate myself. I had to, you know, stay away from everybody. I had to be by myself because at that moment I didn't really want to talk too much about it. Or you know, I had I had my own mm-hmm. spiritual practices that I of course to help me get through. You know, it was a very dark depression and um, and accepting it. Like you, at the end of the day, like. The back of your head, you want it to be like a, uh, like a prank, mm-hmm. like you like you want it to be like, damn, this ain't real. He's he's fucking with me. He's messing with me. And then he had to come back to react, snap back to reality. Well, I, I know again watching videos and things that have gone on, and you, you spoke about how that night you didn't think it was true what was going on. You, you know, you got the call from Shad's wife to come help, yeah, yeah to, to come help you, and and I remember that night uh, just watching from social media wise. Um, you guys all being out there, um, moving forward from that night and, and him being to me, the hero that, that he, that he is, have you t- taken from, you know, his, his passing and, and, and use that as a strength to, to move you forward in professional wrestling? Absolutely. I, there was a point where, um, I know when it fresh happened and then a few days after like, I'm, I don't want to wrestle no more. I definitely don't want to be in a tag team anymore. It's like, mm-hmm. um, and then I had like, you know, th- through meditation and just like being being still like just just being in, in my own head it was like something told me i, I definitely believe it was shad like you can't stop now you, you are rep for the both of us Absolutely. so now i'm just hitting the gym hitting the gym harder i'm taking these bookings and um i'm, I'm i definitely believe uh, it's almost a year i'm definitely believe I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the right path i'm definitely repping, repping the both of us well first of all um, my prayers go out to you, um, to his family. Um, if I had any way offended, I remember when this happened, just, just a little personal thing. I remember people coming out and trying to send things out with, you know, interviews with him and stuff. And I remember telling my wife, I snapped on some dude on Twitter who instantly posted an interview. And uh-huh. I, I was saying to him, I was like, dude, do you even know him? Have some, my wife's like, babe, you don't know them people. Like he, you didn't know him. I said, I can text him. I knew him. <laughs> don't tell me I didn't know him. I, I took so offense to that. And I remember sending a message to you. I don't know if you remember. And I, and I was saying to you, like, hey, I know it's you know, what's going on. Prayers uh-huh. with you guys. If you're not ready to do an interview, just, mm-hmm. you know, let me know. It took a couple of days. You, you went back. Thank you for your respect, but not right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and then now we have you here now. And I, I want things to just be able to settle and things to move on in life. So looking at crime time, looking at what crime time brought. And I got to mm-hmm. ask this question because it's always bothered me as a wrestling fan. 
that mm-hmm. infamous moment when Vincent Kennedy McMahon said ninjas, right? Yeah. He didn't say ninjas. Um, was that said to you guys going in that he was going to say that? Did that happen live on TV? And you were also shocked by that, or and, and what's your take when you when you have him? I know it's storyline, and I always tell uh-huh. people. Wrestling to me isn't racist. Wrestling, wrestling to me is everything. I've seen professional wrestling make fun of every single nationality. So exactly, I don't want to just like, exactly like Family Guy. Family yeah. Guy, you can't call them because they make fun of every genre, every race, every um, sexuality. So you can't. And I think wrestling does the same thing. Does the same thing too. With rest, with professional wrestling, I believe they they reflect what's going on in uh, pop culture and society. So whatever's going on in like during, like for example, WrestleMania was it seven? They had mm-hmm. the war going on with um, was it the Gulf War? Which was, war oh, was. that's what uh, Sergeant Slaughter and them. Yeah, I think that was the so Gulf they, War. They, yeah, they yep. in wrestling. You had Sergeant Slaughter, who was a who was a who was a traitor to his uh <laughs> to his country. The man who was the face of uh of the army, you know, uh, GI yeah. Joe. And he was wrestling Hulk Hogan because of during because of the war that was going on. That uh forgot the other wrestler who was going through the issues with um. With, with with the not the Middle East with well you had Iron Sheik you had even even yeah. moving currently to the twenty first century Mohammed Musan for what exactly. it was was yeah. a, was a, was a huge big thing uh, going on then um, so yeah so so when that happened and 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 he said that on TV I know my wife's my, my mother and father are Black Panthers yeah. <laughs> all right so they were like and you still watch this I'm like it's wrestling but what was your take or how did you feel when I said and and being in the business. I don't think I was at the arena or I watched it live. I don't. I can't remember exactly what I was doing. I remember uh, finding finding out about it, and I was like, "Was there any repercut? Like, did he get like what happened after that?" Right. I think John Cena was in a segment with him. Yeah, it was Cena. Yeah, Cena and Booker T told mm-hmm. me he didn't even say that. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't really get all the details behind it. I don't think I was offended because I just think I don't. No one like. I don't know Vince personally. I know him as on a business level, yeah. but my interactions with him and his interactions with other uh, African American talent, I never like. I could pick up when somebody's a suspected racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not hard when someone's yeah. that way. It's 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 definitely a difference, you know, when yeah. you know that full racist. Um, and guys, with your question and comments, I will get to those momentarily um, when we get through what we're going to talk about. If if he if he sticks around, I think I think he's sticking around. I think he's having fun, um, but yeah. he can only answer that. But um, <laughs> Um, you, you brought up Cena, right? And you had yeah. prime time Cena. Prime time Cena nation, yeah. What what happened there? And how come, you know, for what it's worth, it missed because it didn't fully get developed where it could have went. Yeah. What was your thoughts about being in that, in that faction with, with Cena? And you First guys? of all, it came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I remember walking into the to the arena in um, New Orleans and like, oh, you guys are going to make history tonight. You guys are... Got some big, got a big segment tonight. You guys about to steal the show. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? And that was that was from like one of the um, the crew, one of the crew guys. Okay. And then I found out the details. Like, oh, you guys are destroying JBL's car, and you seen us join uh, are um, are doing a faction. I'm like, whoa, where did all this come from? Like, <laughs> when did John Cena want to appear with Crime Time? Right. And um, it went it went great. And after that, I started, you know, we, Shad and I started uh, working the main event in WWE for the first time. And that itself and alone was an amazing experience because I learned so much within those couple of months um, working with John Cena and, le- and learning how to work as a main eventer. 
like I, I would feel like he would like he would check me like hey I was doing stuff that I would do when I when I open the show yeah. at the end of the show he's like oh no no we don't do that uh, okay <laughs> okay I would like the beginning of the show you know I like to get the people hyped up and and, yeah, and, yeah. and ready like I'll start clapping or you know yell to the crowd <laughs> um, but after the show he's like yo you, you, you don't do that we're the main okay. event you already got the attention. You don't mm-hmm. gotta do that. You gotta okay. you know, be in the main event spot. You gotta act like I'm like, okay, I'll never do that again. <laughs> See, see, I, I'm going back to those times you said, you know, being with Cena, I always told people right place, right time, right? Yes. With with Cena. Um, and his, you know, the rap image persona and and, yeah. and coming on. Um and, and 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 in that time, him, you know, still trying to use you know, and being smart in the business to know that the black dollar is important and you guys were hitting very, very hard at times. So like uh, at that time, all we had was crime time really in the WWE that we, we can yeah. kind of relate to. So <laughs> I think it was smart business on him. Definitely. It, it worked out better for you guys. Um, also in the long run. Um, so what was some of your favorite times that you guys may have had, you know, in wrestling? It could be NWB, out WWE, uh, uh, that, down in OVW where you guys started at, you catching that bus uh, to, to the arena there. Ooh, what was, what was some of your what was some of your best times with Crime Time? Our best time with Crime Time is when, when we did a storyline. When we were involved in a storyline and it was going somewhere, I was having fun. When they would just throw us out in a match and it was like no, just a match just to do a match, it was kind of like, eh. You know, it's, it's, I mean, it's TV time, but right. after I've been, been with the WWE for so long, the TV time and the fame is kind of like, uh, I want a storyline so I could, you know, engage, you know, so the fans can get it, become engaged in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So a um, couple of questions. My man, Mo underscore Eaton, Belt King, extraordinary himself. I call him Belt Emperor. I got about 18 belts. He got about 40. So uh, <laughs> um, he said, how was it wrestling in Tim's? How was it wrestling in Tim's? It was, yeah. I got used to it. It was an adjustment. I mean, I rocked it a lot when I was um, when I was a teenager. So it, it it didn't come, you know, from Brooklyn. Who doesn't have a pair of Tims from Brooklyn? But yeah, I had to, I had, to, I had to rip my burrow. So even if it was uncomfortable, I, I would I would just uh, roll with the punches. But now nah, I, I was definitely comfortable in the Tims. I got used to it. Um, it helped me with my drop kicks. Now, okay, now got to. my drop kicks are hitting people in the, in the forehead. I'm not. <laughs> See, I, I was different. Everybody rocked Tim's. I had the mountain gears. Don't judge me. Oh, I remember mountain gears. <laughs> I, I, was, I was trying to be. They had colors with them. You know what I mean? Tim just had the the three the three little colors: the tan, the the, the brown, the dark brown. Black, but the yeah. mountain gears had black. They had the red. You know what I mean? I thought I was puffy. You know, okay, <laughs> so okay. I want to have different color Tim's on. Another question coming in from Facebook says, "Uh, what do you think about the representation of African Americans now that the hurt business, Sasha Banks, uh, Bianca Belair, Big E?" Nia Jax and, and those guys now right now in wrestling. What, what's your thoughts on them on their representation of blacks in wrestling? I think every every um group or faction or talent that was named in that question definitely representing the culture, the culture right. You know, they all are charismatic charismatic. They all have um great characters and they're not doing anything um that will get them canceled in this era. <laughs> <laughs> How about yeah, there, that? There'll be no crown time in, in 2021. It's like, I mean, if we was to come back, um, we definitely would be doing the same uh, antics we were doing in 2006. Well, yeah. hell, you, you can't do nothing back in 2000. They got rid of Pepe Le Pew. Come on, they man. They got rid of Pepe Le Pew. Oh, they try, and they're trying to get rid of Speedy Gonzalez next. 
Why? So what do you say, do? They say he represents Mexicans in a drunk way. Not so I, I feel you want to get rid of some, get rid of Popeye. And I love Popeye, but Pluto used to choke this shit. Well, yeah, they got rid of Listen, if you can, Pluto used to choke the shit out of olive oil and then beat her ass when she didn't want to have sex with him. So that's why Popeye always came to the rescue. <laughs> <laughs> but you watching kid cartoons as a kid, none of that, you don't even think about that, those kind of things uh, coming out. Um, so growing up, right? I'm going to ask this because I asked you before. You said, I got you. But I got you live now. <laughs> when did you fall in love with professional wrestling? Oh, two years. I could say as early as two years old. That, that's like the part. Probably earlier than that, but that's the only memory that I could remember. Because I remember my mom taking me to MSG as a kid. Um, you know, we were broke, so we would get the cheap nosebleed seats. And then we'll, you know, we'll scout out mm-hmm. uh, for the seats near closer to the ring. And then we'll go down there until somebody else, you know, those are my seats. And then, you know, security would escort us back upstairs. But, yeah, those are some of my earliest memories of professional wrestling. I, like I said earlier before, um, dropping the elbow on my sister's cabbage patch doll from the couch in my mom's apartment. Um, watching uh, the, uh, the, mega, the Mega Powers uh, explode. Yes. Oh, man. I remember like, that, was, that was a big event. Like, main event back then was, was the big deal. Yeah, uh, it's not even there. you don't even hear about it no more. But yeah, back then, like, because it was on national, it was mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. it was a big deal. That's when I started hating uh, HH at, at the time. I, I still won't say his name. I'm sorry. That's just me. That's, that's, oh, that's, what, yeah. I, that's yeah. what I started hating. Not Triple H. The H. The minus one H. Um, but yeah. I, at that point, I knew he had lust in his eyes for Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> at an early age, I knew that he was no good. Uh, chiming in from L.A. saying, go Lakers, whatever. Um, you have the Lakers <laughs> hat on. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Laker and a Knicks hater. All right, I'm from wow. Chicago. I'm, I'm from Chicago by way of Philadelphia. So okay. be, I got a Philly and a Chicago tie. Anything else? I'm old school sports. I hate everything else <laughs> in between. Um, but uh, moving on. So early on, two years old, love of professional wrestling, Saturday night main event. That that's good because people don't realize how influential seeing that stuff on TV back then. Well, you talk about coming on regular TV, right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, so who were some of your favorites growing up as a kid then? But, so, you know, I know you mentioned a little bit, but like, really, was HH really one of your favorites? I mean, I'm not going to lie, I did. Yeah. I, had, I, had, I had the blue I had the blue weights and everything. I can't even front. I was a Hulkamania. Oh, you like the weights set? Oh, I'm an only child. Okay. You had the yellow and red hands. I had, I, no, I had that, but, but I had the whole, if you remember, they had the whole workout set. Right? Mm-hmm. You had the whole the, the little blue weights with the workout set. The little hand grips. And it came with, I mean? the, with the headband. The yes, band. yeah, yeah. So I was I was a big Hulkamania fan, but I grew up. I heard you, let me say earlier on the La Spaza show. I, I couldn't say it on air then. I'm both. I'm the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever okay. will be, and the heartbreak kid. To me, they won a one, two. How you vote? Right. You know what? F all that. What's your Mount Rushmore professional wrestling, JTG? My, my, and I have to pick four, right? Mount Rushmore is four. So you get okay. no no so honorable I, mentions. I go by who who brought more eyes okay. to the wrestling put, business. Put you can't just go seats. off of who's the best who's the best wrestler because you could be the best wrestler, but you can't draw a dime. I'm <laughs> so sorry, I are, you, are you talking about Andreas? I'm just sorry. Go ahead. 
I know, I know, you, I don't hate nobody, but I know, I know you hate him. But you gotta put, you gotta put Hogan on there. You gotta put okay. Hogan on there. You put butts in the seats. I don't hate him. He just said that in 1955 he could say nigga, and y'all, you couldn't in 1955. My mother was born in 1955. Hey, White's that, was, couldn't, that was too long ago. Yeah, White's couldn't say nigga back then. No, so sorry, mama. But okay, I, I would still put him there though. I can't yeah, find it. It's Hogan. Uh-huh. I'll put Hogan. I'll definitely have to put The Rock. Um, Stone Cold, and I got one more, right? Okay, you only got one more. Oh, so man. We got one. It's, it's tough. It's okay. tough. Uh, see, I got so many names like Macho Man, Ric Flair. You got The Undertaker. You're like, all those names are, 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 are people who made, who also made professional wrestling what it is yeah. today. I'm gonna go with Ric Flair. Okay. Because now he's becoming a household name. He, now, you know, he's in rap songs, you know. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ. Ric Flair at the drip. Pop culture. Well, that's just because they don't have nothing else to do but be culture bandits. <laughs> so now it's just easier to be a culture bandit. I, I say what you want. Listen, I say the things people won't say. I am the voice for the voice for all the voiceless. Okay. Thank you for me. <laughs> that's the that's the truth. I, I, everybody knows mine. All right. I'm gonna have to say it. it's Hulk for me. It, it's Cena. Okay. You think it's, Cena? Because I, 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 I think with the, with the way the dollars has changed in years, I think uh-huh. that he's made more money than anybody. Mm. And if more I'm wrong, well, I meant more than like in the '80s, guys. Okay, gotcha. Right, gotcha, all right. Okay. So I go Cena, Rock, Austin, and I go Taker. Taker. Uh, and I know all okay. of our WWE guys, and somebody's gonna say, "Oh, you don't know." I didn't do nothing wrong to Flair. It's just that that's where the I, to still a pun. That's where the big boys play. If you you know, what I mean, is at WrestleMania. Um, uh-huh. Now I say this all the time. I, I'm a little arrogant. I have an ego. You know what I mean? What is the goal of a professional wrestler? In, when you start in this business, it's, it's, it's the number one goal for you to make to see you want to be on WrestleMania or is it just to get in the company in itself? Um, I think uh, one of oh, everybody has a different goal. My goal, professional wrestler, you know, the dream is to be the main event at WrestleMania and, of course, win the title. Mm-hmm. As you get into business, you start learning the business. Um, you know, so, sometimes those changes that that, cha- that changes. Um, but definitely, like one of my main goals, because WrestleMania is the biggest show. If it's the next show that's bigger than WrestleMania, then of course that's going to be my my goal. But my goal is always going to be to be the main event at WrestleMania. Um, another goal of mine is to wrestle in Japan. Um, IC title. You know, I, I got I got a few. Why why aren't you in Why aren't you in Japan? I'm gonna bring that up. Have I they think, not come a knocking? I think that too. Um, I, I think I'm going to do some more reaching out because I definitely. Uh, I hear a lot of great stories about um, uh, professional wrestlers uh, performing in Japan. They, they treat yeah. them like gods, you know. And I am Jay the God, so it's only right there. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I want to um, get my Libera jacket. I have to, you know, professional wrestling. They go to Japan. They go to, to they go to the steakhouse Libera, and then they give them a um, a free jacket. That's like your you. Uh, that's like what, what do they call that? Your rite of passage. Rite of passage. Yes. Question coming in from Facebook says, it, 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 oh, I hate reading off a phone. What's one thing you regret in WWE, if there is anything that you did not get a chance to accomplish? Or, you know, what, if you have any regrets in wrestling right now, what would it be? If I have any regrets, you know, I don't like using the word regret because, you know, the person who I am today, I love it. And I learned from those mistakes. And if I didn't make those mistakes, I wouldn't be who I am today. Um, but just to go along with your question. <laughs> 
it'll definitely have to be uh and it was an idea that i pitched to vince and he loved it mm-hmm. but i got into a lot of trouble because i didn't go through the chain of uh command chain of command yeah and mm-hmm. you get a lot of heat for that you know when something is successful a lot of people want to be want to say that they took part in the, in the success story and I, I didn't i didn't know that at the time i was young so i went straight to vince and i cut out a lot of people and they were behind me even though vince loved the idea he you know he still relies on his uh you know i'll say for soldiers you mm-hmm. know like, i was jtg blah, blah blah you know what do you guys think of this and i went straight to i went straight because to my mind like, why am i going to why am i going to the middle man right to the, you know yeah supplier so, um, yeah, so for anybody else coming up in the business, you know, learn your chain of command, play the game. Okay. You know, okay. you know, it's in the beginning of his song, how to play the game. Yeah. And he played the game like a motherfucker. We're not even going to talk okay. about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, no. so no, I, see, see, people ask me all the time, like, you write questions down. I don't write a goddamn question. I go off what you tell me. Now I got to say it. Damn. What, what, <laughs> you, you brought it up. Was there a shovel? Huh? Has there been a shovel for you guys? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You know, we, we came on the scene on the scene hot. We was eating up TV time, and there's been there's been talent there that's been there for for years. You know, that didn't get the type of attention that we did. That you know, like they didn't think we deserved it. Um. So, you know, that that came natural. I mean, I understand it. You know, I don't agree with it, but I but I definitely understand. Um. Do you think that every wrestler has a shovel at some point? I believe I, it's my belief that every top guy has at one point had that shovel. Oh yeah, you're definitely gonna get heat. That's why I tell like young talent coming into the business, oh, I don't want to get heat. I don't want to get. He's like, hey, as long as you're not intentionally trying to disrespect somebody mm-hmm. or trying to hurt mm-hmm. somebody, mm-hmm. don't worry about heat, man. You you're gonna get heat for for walking in the building with shades on because they think you got an ego. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, they they got on Michael Jordan for doing an interview with his with his glasses on on with a uh, a Ma Rashad, right? That's yeah, you could, get heat, you could get literally heat for anything. I could get heat like if I win the title, like before I'd have been like I'd have been too too scared or humble to you know to show it off and yeah. take pictures with it. Now I don't care. Look, I'm the I'm y'all made me the champion. I'm to, I'm taking I'm taking pictures with the title everywhere I go. I'm gonna rep the company. I'm gonna rep myself. You know. But I, I'm just comparing myself from where I was then and where I am now. I don't care about heat. I'm going to do okay. me. I know what kind of person I am on the inside. I'm not intentionally trying to hurt nobody, disrespect anybody. All my all my uh, actions come with come with um, positivity, and that's that's the energy I put out. So I know I'm not I'm not doing anything negative. So I ain't worried about it. If so, you take it the wrong way, that's on that's on the person. So we didn't see you this year. So when would we see you be a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble? Say that one more time. <laughs> we didn't see you this year. So uh-huh. when will we see you hopefully next year and as a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble? We'll see if I get that call. You know, I'm gonna pick up my phone. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if you if you need a manager, right? See, Paul's Paul. You need uh-huh. a black Paul Heyman. Let me oh. be that for you. Give me the fucking baton and I will run the to the finish line you like the same boat. You got the job. If you could grow that ponytail, you got the job. The Repeat that. Because I, 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 I go I go find Tony Khan right now. <laughs> <laughs> I see if you can grow the Paul Heyman ponytail. No, no. See, listen, I'm bald, baby. I step into the barbershop. I got a bald. You know that, baby. It's the Brooklyn way. The Moet, the Alize, keep me tipsy. Come on now. <laughs> you think I can? So, uh, moving forward, speaking about that, I had a little bit more fun here. Um, he just passed his birthday, just or the death of, of Vicky Smalls. He just passed, right? Yeah. Um, I call him the goat. Yeah. Off of one album. Would yeah. you say that Notorious B.I.G. is the greatest rapper of all time? Of greatest rapper of all time? All time. That's what GOAT means. 
I mean, he's great. He's he's a. His but you want to call him the greatest? Great. I can see you. I can see you pausing there. Ooh, the greatest of all time. Who is the greatest rapper of all time for to JGG? Man, now I'm have to lean towards Biggie. I'm trying to think who else. As long as you didn't say Machine Gun Kelly, because I was gonna get offended. Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, Kelly, but I'm the greatest rapper of all time. Not nah. <laughs> wouldn't give him that title. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm thinking about a lot of my favorite rappers are from from Brooklyn. You know, That's Biggie. Biggie. I'm a big Fabulous fan. Um, Jay Z. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have to throw Drake in there. You're not from Canada, but yeah, Drake. Uh, I'm starting to listen to a lot of Meek Mill now. Meek Mill is impressing me. Okay. Um, who, am I missing anybody? I know I'm missing a few people, but those are a few that come, come to mind right now. All right, so who's your GOAT in basketball? You, you want to hear something crazy? Don't judge me. I didn't come on the uh, around the blocks with Mike Knox to be judged. See, y'all just said that, right? It's a cheap pop, but it's not. Um. I don't, I don't watch sports, man. What? No basketball? You got a Lakers hat on, for God's sakes. I know, because I live in L.A. now. You know, I, I live in L.A., so I, I'm going to rep my city. You, you, you eat a lot of tacos, don't, don't you? You eat a lot of tacos in L.A., don't you? You eat a lot of tacos. Huh? huh? No, go ahead. What you say? I'm sorry. I also got my Brooklyn fitted, so I know okay. I know where I'm getting from. Okay, I, I was saying you're in L.A. now, you eat a lot of tacos, because that's the best thing in L.A. Is oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm not being I'm not being crazy. racist. I just I went to LA for E3 and damn it, the tacos were amazing. Tacos <laughs> where, I, where I live, there's um there's a cross section, four four corners. Mm-hmm. There's a Taco Bell on one corner. The other side has a taco truck, and then the next side has a taco truck. It's like three of these taco businesses competing with each other on the same block. I'm like, why you guys? Well, you got to take you got to take Taco Bell out and put in Del Taco. All right, you can't be in L.A. and have a deli taco, all right? Um, so you told me you're Mount Rushmore. Who is your favorite wrestler of all time? I'll, I'll definitely have to say the Hitman, Brett the Hitman Hart. I know I didn't put him in on the Mount Rushmore because I was going off of uh, mainstream uh, mainstream popularity. But De- Bret Hart would definitely be my um, favorite wrestler because – he got me more into wrestling. You know, they, the Hulk Hogan, um, the Hulk Hogan era. You know, it went by, and I kind of was yeah. kind of like, mm. mm-hmm. and then watching Bret Hart. You know, and the Hart Foundation was the Rockers was my favorite tag team, and then the Hart Foundation was my second favorite tag team. And then watching Bret come up from the come up from come up the ranks. You know, the IC tie. He had an amazing match with um, the British Bulldog at a uh, at SummerSlam. SummerSlam, yeah, yeah that was perfect. Yeah. You know, and then it was just his swagger. Like, this dude rocked pink and made it hot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Before Cameron, there was Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, question from BJ Williams. Man, can't, first of all, my bro, JTG, can't wait till you come back to ACW. HCW. ACW, like, Apricorn make wrestling. I don't know. I'm just uh, reading the comment there. But <laughs> that way he doesn't feel left out. Thank you. So yes, I'm just making him feel good, you know, barbershop. Um, so uh who's your goat in R and B and pop? Goat in R and B and pop. R and B, I'm gonna have to go with Chris Brown. Mm. I, I, yeah, I'm a Chris Brown fan. Chris Brown, and then with pop, we have to go with Michael Jackson. Okay, okay. So is that because is that because Kales did them little things to little kids? No, I He's love R. Kelly. Like, I, okay. no, I judge, but like I said, I didn't come on the show to be judged. I still was <laughs> R. Kelly. I tried to, but my wife be like, "Uh, uh-uh, your wife ain't having it." Yeah, I'd be like, "Listen, ain't I'm not playing the sexual explicit ones? I understand, you know." But yeah. uh, uh, we got uh, Dice Man checking in. And says, uh, 
JTG's most desired opponent. Most who 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 would like to uh, uh go against in the ring? Future? Yeah. So your dream I, match. So would be your dream match. So if I went back to WWE and I had creative control and I had to pick my opponent for the main event for WrestleMania, who would it be? A few years ago, I would have said Undertaker, but uh, I'm gonna have to say <laughs> I'm gonna have to say now. Um, maybe Roman Reigns. Okay. Yeah, maybe Roman Reigns. Yeah, he's a big dog right now. See, I, I like seeing you against Taker because I'm a I'm a belief of this whole cinematic wrestling universe that they uh -huh. did like AEW did at Revolution with Sting. I don't know if you got a chance to see that, and then how they've done with Taker at the Boneyard match. I like that. Was that. Pretty, that was pretty like, dope. Yeah, they yeah. can survive that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's 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 it's, it's way a more. Thing. Yeah. yeah. So um, I can see you versus Taker. I don't know if he would be able to take. You know, do it. if you got kicked with a with a uh, with a Timberland on, he might get a little mad. <laughs> so I'm not sure if he's ready. For, plus, you know, he's about that blue lives matter only. So you got to be careful, Undertaker. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be careful right there. But uh, so so before we get out of here, JT, and again, I thank you, brother, for coming on. I want you right now. You're in the camera looking. Before you go out to Atlanta, play no strip clubs. I know you can't get the, you know, no, no strip clubs. Club. Strip clubs, right? <laughs> um, pitch to one of these wrestling companies why, why they should have you in their federation right now. Because right now they're all missing, in my opinion, right now. And MVP, I know you're watching, brother. <laughs> Go get this man. Yeah, somebody's going to snatch me up. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be Ring of Honor. I don't know if it's going to be AEW. I don't know if it's going to be WWE. I don't know what company it's going to be. They they all know my potential. They all know that I'm a great long-term investment. And uh, it's just a matter of time. That's all I got to say. It's a matter of time before I'm, I'm no longer a free agent. So... I'm just enjoying the uh, the freedom right now. But as you can see, if anybody uh, before they do they before they sign you, they do their homework. So you guys know you've been following me. You see my work ethic. You see my character. So you know I'm a I'm, I'm a great great uh, great snatch. Uh, well, it's great snatch. You just say snatch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm corny like that. Uh, well, couple one more question for you. It says, uh, "What old timer from Mo underscore Eaton um, gave you the best advice?" That you think that that you that stay with you to this day that you lit that that you hold dear. Okay, so I got two. Uh, Mark Henry's always giving me great advice. Um, he's he, he's he's pushing for me too. You know, we um he calls me and I call him. He like I, I, that's like I send him the links to my matches. He's like, brother, you're doing such an amazing job. Just be just stay ready. Like just be ready for the phone call. I'm like, all right, Mark. You know, <laughs> he just stay ready. Um, but he's always giving me advice. There's so much advice I can't really pinpoint which one mm -hmm. is a great one um i remember the first time i met bret hart i came in there like you ever talked that was the first that was probably the first time i was starstruck starstruck because i grew up grew up watching this man I I, right yeah um, i wasn't even on the show um we were on shad and i were on smackdown and we drove um after raw to uh to smackdown the next day so i could you know meet brett i met brett he was in the locker room and um, I told him, like, you're the reason why I'm in the business. And he was like, you drove, you're not even on the show tonight. Like, what are you, what are you? I said, like, I came here to meet you. And he was, like, impressed. Like, yeah, wow, the, the talent, uh, you know, they come out and they show respect. And, you know, he appreciated that. And we took a picture and he signed my book for me. And in my book, he wrote, um, save your money. <laughs> save your money. That's the, that's a great advice. I mean, yeah. hell, that's MC Hammer about saving your money. Um, yeah. How about more advice, too, but... Uh, I don't know if it's appropriate, but yeah. <laughs> you know, See, he, told me, uh, he told me not to get married. He said that to me. He said, <laughs> you're, you're young, you're on the road. Yeah. Oh, yeah, not now. 
Not now. Yeah, don't get married. I, I and I didn't listen. I, I, I should. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> you went and got married on them. See, That's you I'm divorced now, though. I'm divorced now. So, so you should have listened. I should have definitely listened. <laughs> you should have listened. All that snatch on the road. What are you talking about? What are you doing? That. What? You, you didn't, I said it for you. I just told you. This is the show. Listen, I got you. I got you, bro. So um, I, I make sure Mark Henry, I get off of him now. I had a little personal beef with Mark. Okay. You know, you know Belt Kings came out live in New Orleans, and he kind of gave me the head nod and didn't, didn't put us over. And I thought he was going to put it. He, I thought he was gonna put us over. He didn't put us over, so I, I've been kind of hating on him ever since. Like, damn, Mark, you look. He looked right at like everybody's seen us, Jay. Everybody's seen us. We we took the attention from the wrestlers in New Orleans. He sees. I'm like, yo, Mark, yo, Mark. He goes, and that was it. And my heart just broke. I was like, damn, Man. I came here all dressed up for you, Mark. This is the things I get. <laughs> but since he's a fan of yours now, I let it. I let it. I back off. I back off. Okay. I, I digress, as they say. Um, one last question coming in from Facebook before I let you go. It says, um, coming in from Victor Gardner, thank you for your service, by the way, uh, and our armed service. He said, how would crime time today do against Enzo and Cass? How would that go? If we had a match with Enzo and Cass? Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely have great backstage and promo segments. It'll be a lot of back and forth. You know, I don't think the match would be good. But the the segments leading up to the match will be will, will get people so drawn in, and because the chemistry, um, like me and Enzo's real quick. I just I was talking to him yesterday. Um, we have I think we have a lot in common, you know, since we're mm-hmm. like the small man of the team, and then we it's, it's a lot of good uh, a lot of dynamics, a lot of sim, sim, uh, similarities. Um, that would have been a great match. That would have been that would have been something for the fans to see. But yeah, th- those segments leading up to it would have been a lot of fun. Well, that's why we say wrestling is storyline, right? <laughs> because uh, those promos between you and Enzo going back and forth would be crazy. And then seeing Cass and, and Shago edit the two big guys, you know, the big guys going at it would have been very, very good to watch also. Listen, man, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for what's coming up in the future for you. Um, for those who don't know, he is at JTG. That's uh, 1284. I believe that's because you was born in 84, right? I'm not, not stupid about that. I guess 84. That. All right. My, my wife was born in 82. She always says, so I always got to watch that kind of stuff. But um, like I say, in Tampa, if you're in the Tampa area, if you're in Florida, listen, guys, get off your lazy ass. You've been at home with the pandemic. You know you want to leave. All right? Just leave. Come down. Support that WrestleMania weekend. So it's April 9th. All right. Uh, April, Q- 8th, April 9th, April 10th. I'm, I'm, I'm working that weekend. <laughs> Just follow JTG1284 for all his stops that weekend, guys. Listen, go follow this man. Go support this man. I'm all in for you with me in the new Hurt Business. I'm sorry. I had my Hurt Business shirt on on the sponsor show. I had to come to my show and put on the shirt that represents my brother and yours as well. So, listen, guys, stand on your feet for the one, the only, JTG. Thank you, brother. No, thank you for having me, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's gonna pay. But the million dollar man always in his way. It's like the illest posse cup right here, man. Sound with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.